We're thrilled to announce that we now have seven powerful devotionals available on YouVersion's Bible app. For those not in the know, YouVersion is the top Bible app in the world, and we're honored to be on this incredible platform. Our devotionals dive deep into the pillars that define the lion within us, health, wealth, and self. So whether you're seeking spiritual growth, financial wisdom, or personal development, these devotionals are tailor-made for you. So ready to embark on this transformative journey and unleash the lion within you? Head over to thelionwithin.us slash uversion to access our devotions on the uversion app. Join thousands of like-minded individuals and dive into the word with us. That's thelionwithin.us slash uversion. That's Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N. And let's grow together and become the leaders God intends us to be. Welcome to The Lion Within Us, a podcast serving Christian men who are hungry to be the leaders God intends you to be. I'm your host, Chris Granger. Let's jump in. All right, guys, it is your meet episode, and this is going to be a special one. But before we get into it too far, we're going to open up with scripture because that's what we're going to focus on The Lion Within Us. We're going to let God's word lead us each and every episode. Okay, so for this week, we're looking at Romans 12, verses 9, 10. It says, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. So, guys, I spent a lot of time on that spiritual kickoff. Uh, I know it went a little bit longer than most spirit SKOs do, but I just thought there was a lot of good truths there, a lot of good wisdom and discernment that we can learn as Christian men in particular. Start walking this thing out to being the, the, the leaders that God has called us to be. So, it's a special episode. And I'm going to share with you all about my experience hanging out with the Robertson family. So you guys may be familiar with them. I, sure, I certainly hope you are with, uh, from their, their time on Duck Dynasty uh, back in the day. Uh, but I had the wonderful opportunity uh, late earlier last year to meet Al Robertson and have him on our show. Uh, a lot of you guys listened to that episode, got a lot of great feedback. Al unpacked his incredible story of forgiveness for, for, for the struggles that he and his wife had went through uh, and just so many wonderful truths. And then was able to actually get Al to come to our church, him and his wife, Lisa, uh, in February of this year. Had a wonderful time that, that weekend, just spending time with them, getting to know them a little bit better, uh, hearing Al deliver two powerful messages to our church. It was just a wonderful time of fellowship. Uh, and we developed a very good friendship. We, we started texting each other and, uh, and then, you know, he threw out the idea of, 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 and, of you know, well, actually, I threw out the idea to him about, man, I'd love to, to come down to Louis, Louisiana sometime and meet you all. And, uh, and if there's ever an opportunity to come on your show on a shame, you know, please let me know. And, and we kind of left it at that. And so Al and I have been talking back and forth about uh, him coming back on the show, which he will be doing that, guys. So just hang on. Just, just be expect that's going, that will be coming. So we're working on that right now. And he actually connected me with his producers of the show. He's in an email. Uh, this was this was months ago, months ago. OK. And it was funny because when he sent that email, we were actually my, my wife and I, we were, were started planning to maybe move. We we're, were thinking about moving. We feel like God was calling us to do some different things in our life uh, that, that we couldn't really do where we we're currently living. And it was funny because she said, you know what? Uh, this sounds great. If they invite you to come to Louisiana, you, you definitely have to go. But uh, 
if we're in the middle of our move, right, and we're in the middle of selling or listing our house and things like that, and the email comes, you, you, you can't go right then. We're, we're going to have to defer and wait on that. I said, okay, sounds great. Fair enough. <clears throat> so we go to put our house up for sale. We've been working tirelessly for, you know, months getting this house ready, decluttering it. We had to paint, deck, all the stuff, right? All the stuff you have to do to make a house ready to go to, to, to try to sell it these days. And so we went out. It was on a Wednesday. We went out for the pit, the photographers that were coming to take pictures of the home. But, you know, it's all about the pictures. You had just got to look good on the website. So we had to get out the house. We went and went and worked at my buddy's house that morning. Uh, wonderful time of fellowship with him. Uh, while while the pictures were being taken, and um, we got back home from the pictures. And you can't make this stuff up, guys. This is kind of where our life runs sometimes. Got back home from taking the pictures, and I come into the studio, boot up computer, sent out first email in the inbox was from a name I didn't recognize. It's like, what is this? It's, and it, the subject was like Monday. Uh, I'm not going to say the date, but just kick Monday on a shame. I said, what is this? I clicked on it and it actually said, Hey, Chris, this is producer from Unashamed. Would love to have you on the show. Uh, can you make it? Can you be on the show Monday? So I was sitting here in the studio again, just got home from taking pictures of our house, getting ready to go list to be listed. It's going to be listed the next day or the day after. I think it's going to go. This was on a Wednesday. We're, we're, we're going to go uh, pre live on the, on our house on Thursday and actually go live on Friday. I called Becca. That's my wife for you guys who, who are new to the show. And she comes in there. And I said, I just need you to read this email. Like, I, I don't even know what to say. So she read the email, looked at me and smiles. <laughs> and then she's like, well, yes, you're going to Louisiana. And I said, well, I just needed to hear you say that. So that's another reason, fellas. You got to marry the right woman. Don't don't be chasing the world. Chase what God what God has put in your life. Because when you marry a godly woman, in that moment, she just she kind of started laughing. She's like, "This is what I get for laying down and, and telling God this is not going to happen." You know, naturally, God's going to lay this out for us because we <laughs> we're literally going live that weekend on our house. So I. uh I got back with the people from Unashamed and said, you know what? I, I'm coming down. Because they actually, they offered up to do a virtual recording. But this is too big an opportunity. This is too big an opportunity. When, when phone calls like this happen, or emails in this case happen, you got to respond. I mean, God is moving. So it's, you know what? I got to be obedient. So we we, we made uh, made the plans. We got the, the uh, got the hotel, the flights, all that stuff worked out. So I was going to be flying down. Again, This got this email on a Wednesday, flying out on a Sunday. Okay. We're recording Monday, and it's going to fly back on Tuesday. So that's how everything was going down. And uh, you know, I told, I texted out, look, I want to come down. So instead of the, instead of doing virtual, it's like, perfect, sounds great. So we get all the plans set. And then, like I said, Friday, we went live on our house. We had to spend the entire day at my, my best friend's house, spent some time with him. He was just graciously opened up his house to me and my wife and uh, our littles, our bigs were not, were not there actually. And, uh, I was able to spend a wonderful day of fellowship with him. And then Saturday we go to my parents' house. Cause again, we have to be out the house cause we can't stay here cause the house is alive and there's, there's showings and there were lots of showings. We had like 25 showings of our house over a three day period. It was crazy. So, we couldn't be there, so this is why we had to get out and scatter. 
Saturday, we, we head to my parents' house. A great day. I started off that morning with fellowship with uh, my discipleship group. It was a, just a wonderful time of fellowship with those guys. I, and head to my parents' house, get there. It's around lunchtime. And Al texts me. He says, hey, when are you coming in on Sunday, tomorrow? I said, well, uh, my plans are to get there around 4.30. He said, well, I want to see if you want to go to church with us. And then in the afternoon, uh, we're actually recording a podcast that, that we don't normally record on Sunday, but we have to because Jace has got to go out of town uh, on, during the week. So if you can make it in by lunchtime, let me know. We'd love to have you come hang out. Jace is going to be there. Sai is going to be there, and we'll be recording. So so what do you, what do, you do at that moment? Absolutely, I'll be there. So I get on. I asked back. I obviously talked to Becca, but she's like, "See, what the, see if you can change your flight." So we started looking around, and and lo and behold, I uh, was able to change the flight to so where I would arrive in Louisiana at eleven around eleven o'clock that morning. Okay, so we we made all those changes to the flights, uh, coordinated back with Al. Like, yep, I'll be there. Uh, told me where to meet him at. We actually met at. Duck Commander, the, the the building there. So a lot of you guys, if you remember watching the show, uh, the, the Duck Commander building where it has the, the sign on the front, things like that. That's where we met uh, on, on Sunday. So, you know, get everything finished up and finalized and then go home. Finally can get back in the house Saturday night after the house is being, being listed. Mad rush to get everything packed because I was planning on packing Sunday morning. Now I had to pack, you know, Saturday night. Got everything packed up and, and 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 ready to rock and roll. Headed to the airport. Took forever to get through security. I mean, I'm there at four o'clock in the morning, y'all. And it's, I don't know what's going on flying out of Raleigh on a Sunday morning, but you would have thought this was just like you know the Super Bowl or something. It was unbelievable how busy the airport was. Made our made my first flight to to Atlanta. Took a connecting flight to uh, Monroe, and this is where it got a little interesting. So on this flight to Monroe. It's very, it's very, it's just cool how God works. Now it's, it's not a huge plane, but probably maybe fifty. I'm trying to think how many people would be on this plane. Well, it's about uh, maybe sixty or eighty people, right, on this part on this flight. Guy sits down next to me. You know, he has he pulls his Bible out and he's sitting there. Obviously, I have my my stuff out with me. That's how I roll. And uh, he, we just start having a conversation and. He asked me where I was headed. I said, well, I'm actually headed to uh, to Duck Commander when I get to Monroe. I have to meet someone there. And he's like, well, what are you headed to Duck Commander for? I have to be the general manager of Buck Commander. They actually run out the same building. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. Like, seriously? So we strike up a conversation. And literally, fellas, from the time we, we, we taxied off in Atlanta to the time we touched down in Monroe, it was just a, a spirit-filled conversation, just hearing about his testimony, all the different things God has done in his life. Uh, we're actually trying to work with him to get him to come on the show, so we're scheduling that out. So I'm not going to mention his name. But, guys, it was just a, a spirit-filled conversation full of, of just just hearing how God has moved in his life and how how incredibly uh, you know blessed he's been to be obedient. He had to make some serious life changes. Again, I'm not going to share that stuff. I'm going to let him share his own story. But it's just pretty cool in that moment, like this entire plane here, all these people and all the people I could be sitting next to. And, and he sits down next to me and we just have this this open conversation 
actually come to find out that uh, Sadie Robertson's husband was on the flight. They're actually best friends. He was up a little bit further in front of us. It was just a crazy moment, right? It was just crazy meeting him. And and he's he actually gave me a new uh, uh, study resource. So I'm going to make that. I'm going to turn that into a resource for you guys. We'll turn it to a book of the week for for you all on on a uh, commentary that he uses to study uh, the Gospels, and so the one he showed me who was actually studying in John, but it was just incredible, just a wonderful conversation with him. Uh, and then he was like, you know what? When you finish up with with Al and the recordings and things like that, you come by Buck by Buck Commander. I'll give you a, you know behind the scenes tour, show you around, and we'll kind of just take it from there. You know he's. He's trying to get me connected with Sadie's husband for, for him to come on the show and things like that as well. So it was just one of those moments like, all right, guy, you're, you're, you know, I was pretty nervous headed down there. And for him, to, for, for God to, to set this up to where, you know, he was sitting right next to me. It just lowered my, my angst a little bit. It was just a, a great way to head into Monroe and to be able to just to have that open conversation with him. So, uh, just goes to show you guys, if you take the opportunities, the work, no matter where you're at, just to show kindness to others, and you never know what the Holy Spirit's going to do. So, flight lands and get 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 the car, all that stuff. So now we're going. I'm going to take a quick break, and we'll come back. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my first encounter once we get once I actually got to Buck to to Duck Commander and where we went from there. So we'll be right back, fellas. Are you enjoying the weekly spiritual kickoff? If so, we are now offering a way to participate in our live daily spiritual kickoffs that happen Monday through Friday in our community. This is your chance to chat with me directly and other members of our community to dive into scripture and to leave with practical ways to simplify and apply God's word to your daily walk. And here's the best part. You get all of this for just $5 a month. So for what most people pay for a breakfast meal, you can join us on this journey of spiritual growth and leadership, which will always lead you full. Our community is dedicated to supporting each other and pushing forward in our faith. Come join me in the lion's den and become the leader God intends you to be. Sign up now at thelionwithin.us and let's start this journey together. Remember, it's only $5 a month for this amazing opportunity. So visit thelionwithin.us so you don't miss out. So it just kind of gets you up to speed on where we're at. I'm at Buck Commander right now. I'm in the rental car. I pull up there, and there are people standing out front taking pictures, and there's my buddy Al. And he's out there taking pictures with them, and he introduces me to, the, to that group. I forget where they were headed. I think they were headed to somewhere in Louisiana when they were leaving there. Um, but they were just there to, to take some pictures. Al happened to see him, so he hopped out and, and offered to take some pictures with them. So it was pretty cool. So. At that moment, I'm like, all right, Al, so I guess I'm following you. He's like, no, get in the truck. So I, I grab my stuff, I get in the truck with him, and we head. We actually, I'm like, where are we headed? He's like, we're going to pick up some pizza. So we went and picked up pizza. At this point, I wasn't sure where we are headed, if we were headed to the studio or not. We're riding, we're talking, we're just, just listening about his ministry and all the wonderful things that Al's got going on, uh, the way God's moving in his life, the way that spiritual warfare is real, and the things that he was trying to help people work through. And we pull up to this gate and I'm like, cool. What is this? He's like, well, this is Phil's house. I'm like, oh, okay. So there we are. We pull up there past this, past the gate, drive down a little road a little bit further. We pass Phyllis's house where Phyllis and her husband live. That's, that's their daughter. And then we 
there we are. We're up in, we're at Phil's house. We pull up. It's just like you guys have seen in the show, uh, there. And we walk in and, and there's Phil chilling in his chair and there's Miss Kay laying on the couch and we're there with pizza. So <laughs> we, we bless the food there in the kitchen. Well, uh, Phil actually blesses the food. Uh, and we just, we break bread, you know, and we sit there and, and, and have a, have a meal together. Uh, and it's just pretty cool. Miss K wasn't feeling the best, but how Phil, there is 100% authenticity when you meet him. There is nothing fake. He was just sharing the gospel. He was talking about how God, he was actually talking a little bit about John the Baptist, some things he was studying. And it was just incredible just to, just to have that type of wisdom to be in speak, spoken to me in the moment. And it, the whole time you're just sitting there and surreal, like I'm in, I'm at Phil Robertson's kitchen table. You know, this is just like, is this real? Is this really happening? And just how open and just sincere and genuine he was. And, and Miss K as well. It was just absolutely incredible. So we had a wonderful lunch with them. Head over to the studio to, to the, they call it the lair. Unbelievable experience. Just, just heading over to the lair. Really cool. And then, so I walk into the lair. They have all their, their stuff to set up for, for duck hunting and things like that, you have their foilers and their gators and all these different things to 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 for for their decoys to go to go hunting. And then you go through a little door and there you're you're inside the studio. Their studio is immaculate. I definitely had studio envy <laughs> when I when I was in there. Incredible cameras and setups and things like that. Yet very simple. It's just a table with some microphone, and that's how they roll. And and guys. At that moment, Sai was there. When, I, when we got there, Sai was there. Uh, Phil followed us over there. Then a few minutes later, Jace showed up. And it was just like, it's just incredible how genuine Jace walks in. He said, hey, you kind of look like me. So I'm not sure if that was a compliment or not. I'm going to take it as a compliment because, uh, you know, I'm, I think Jace and I are both pretty good looking dudes. But I just, that was just funny for him to say that out the gate. Uh, but these guys just sit down with their Bibles, fellas. This is it. There is no, you know. Uh, tons of prep uh, so far as them talking before they go, before they start recording. Uh, they're just loving being with each other. And they genuinely like to be around each other. I mean, it, they had, they cut up so many jokes and things like that before they were recording. I was sitting here like, you guys need to be recording this. This is incredible because they're just the jokes and the way the stories that they would tell. And it's all just wrapped in love. It's, it's wrapped in genuine sincerity. And it was just for me in that moment, just like, wow, this is, this is, you know, why this family has survived what this what has survived, because everything goes back to the gospel. They all had their Bibles open. They all the, all their Bibles look look just wore out. They're highlighted and, and marked up and things like that. Which I'll tell you more about that as as we get later in this conversation. But for me, sitting next to Phil with his Bible, but just this was around twelve o'clock. No, this is actually one o'clock. I apologize. We met Phil at twelve. We had lunch. We were there. They started recording at one. These guys recorded until after five o'clock. It was incredible. I think they did two and a half episodes is what they were, what they did. Cy did a first little half episode. Then he left. I was able to help Cy walk back to his truck and he has an oxygen, an oxygen tank now. So I was able to carry that for him and help him get in the truck. And that was just really cool to, uh, to just be of any assistance to him. But then the second, the last two hours, uh, basically from like well, two to, well, yeah, let's see, from, from two o'clock to like five o'clock, so that'd be three hours. 
they've just recorded, man. It was really cool. And it's, this was one of those things like, you know, Jace, he is, he's definitely the talker of the group, but Jace is deep. I mean, if you have never listened to Unashamed, you would, you, you would, you would, if you have listened to Unashamed, you know what I'm talking about. If you've never listened to Unashamed, I highly encourage you to check that out because these guys drop the plow. I mean, they drop the plow, they dig in, and it is absolutely incredible. And the truths that he revealed, and I'm not going to talk about them. You go listen to those episodes. I think this should be around, like, for the episodes I watched, should be around like 702, 703. Uh, I should be 705, something like that when it comes out. I watched 704 as well, and I, I was able to see that. I was able to actually see five episodes while I was there. But the way that it's all wrapped in truth and love, and I just think it's cool when I was sitting there watching them, you know, Al's kind of like the 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 guy who keeps everybody on point. But then, you know, Jace and Phil, they're just they're just dropping gold. They're just dropping what the Holy Spirit reveals. But I saw I was just watching Phil at one point and looking across the table at his two boys, his oldest son and and Jace there as well. And I was just thinking, you know what? That's gotta be just an amazing view from Phil's eyes. To see sons that he raised, him and Miss Kay, sharing the good news of the gospel in a way that's connecting with people all over the world, despite the persecution, despite the hate and all that that their family gets because they, they stand they stand with Christ. And just for him to see that, I was, at that moment, it was just, it was kind of surreal for me. Think, you know what, this is, uh, this has got to be pretty incredible for Phil. Just to be able to to see this being walked out and and their family for all that it's faced, they they stand together, they unite, and they keep Christ at the center. And that was one hundred percent, one hundred percent genuine. Like you can't fake that, right? So we finished. They finished recordings for that day. I'm walking with Jace out to the truck, and uh, I, I brought them some things. I wasn't headed. so Jason. I walk out. This you can't make this up either. So as we walk out of the studio and we're walking, Chase like, hey, what is that? We look down and there's a scorpion in the uh on the concrete there in and in, inside the building. I'm like, doggone. So we call Phil out there. Phil comes out, he's like, That is a scorpion. They had never seen a scorpion before. It was kind of small. But just he just goes to show you, you better shake your 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 waiters out there in Louisiana because you never know what's going to be wrapped up in them, man. So that was crazy. So it was just a great chance to to meet Jace. He was actually headed to I think New York or something to promote his new show. So if you haven't watched that Duck Family Treasure, highly recommend you guys watch that. I think it comes out on Fox Nation. But uh, that that was what, where he was headed. So it's a great opportunity to meet those guys. Uh, you know, Phil headed on back to to his house. Al took me back. Uh, back to Duck Commander, and that kind of wrapped up that day. I mean, that was a just a pretty incredible day. Got checked into the hotel. They would get a workout in that night just because after flying all day and things like that, you just kind of feel, uh, you know, so they would get a good workout in, spend some time there, watch some LSU baseball. They were talking about the LSU baseball game, the baseball team, because at the time of the recording, they were in the, in the, in the World Series, were headed on the road to the World Series. So, you know, yeah, uh, they're they're very passionate about their LSU baseball. That is for sure. So uh, that was very cool, guys. That just be able to to see that uh, the authenticity there uh, of that this, just that entire day. Uh, just kind of go back and hang out at the hotel. So take a quick break, and then we're gonna get into what happened on Monday morning as we head 
to back to the studio to uh, to make this happen. So we'll be right back, fellas. Are you ready to unlock your true potential? Introducing 30 Days to Unleash the Lion Within, a revolutionary series that will transform you into the leader God intends you to be. In just 30 days, you'll embark on a journey of self-discovery and growth. This free resource offers a series of messages, each packed with proven methods to simplify and apply God's word to your life. Inside this series, you'll find practical strategies to unleash your leadership potential. You need to learn how to harness the power of God's wisdom and apply it to your everyday decisions. Discover how to lead with integrity, inspire others, and make a lasting impact. But this just isn't another series. It's a transformative experience that will help you find your purpose, ignite your passion, and unleash the lion within. So visit thelionwithin.us forward slash unleash to claim your free copy of this series. Don't wait any longer. Visit thelionwithin.us forward slash unleash and become the leader God intends you to be. Again, Monday morning, so we, we've done the whole Sunday thing. I met the family. It was all that Sunday. Uh, so Monday morning, I meet Al pretty early. He's got some Chick-fil-A biscuits. They're pretty excited because the, the, the spicy Chick-fil-A biscuits are back, apparently. Let me tell you one thing. If you've never had one of those spicy ones, they are spicy. They, they got some, a little bit of kick to them. So we head back to Phil's house, and we had breakfast with him and Miss Kay. Uh, Miss Kay was actually feeling a little bit better that morning, so she was up. So they would talk with her a little bit. Was able to uh to bring her some water uh from from the fridge they have outside again just a very uh genuine people guys sitting down having breakfast with them and, and we head out to at the door we're headed to the studio and i asked al i was like al you think i could ride with uh with phil to the studio he's like absolutely so i walked over to phil's truck and I said phil can i ride with you he said hop on in so uh and to hop on in phil's truck it's not something you can just do easily okay this truck this truck, you talk about stuff all over it. Okay, this this was it was he had his AR right there uh, in the in the middle of the truck. It's a single cab pickup truck, nothing super fancy. It has some big old knobby tires on it, but I had to push a bunch of like shirts and dirt stuff like that. We just we made a seat, and those few miles, I'll never forget the rest of my life. The truth that that man spoke to me were incredible. Now, first of all, just a lot of history. We started off talking about Mayhaws. He's got some Mayhaw trees right there in his in his driveway. And he was telling me how to grow them. I tell him I was thinking about doing that uh, next to a pond. He's like, that'd be a great place to do it. So he gave me some tips on how to grow Mayhaws and, and, and what that's all about. But he was showing me when you pulled up to their house, the river is, li- is literally running right beside it. Uh, but it's down in an embankment, you know, and it's it's a good drop. It's a good 50 feet or more. He said, yep, that water will, will, will has a 50 feet fluctuation. And he showed me where the water would come up. There's actually pictures of it. You can, go, you can go check it out online and see of how that water can get up to their house almost. It's crazy how that river fluctuates. And he was just telling me history of the river, history of the land and things like that, what he's doing, uh, the Mississippi Valley, all the Mississippi River, rather, uh, how all that connects. Uh, and, it, and at one point, we were going like two miles an hour. We were, the truck's barely moving, right? There's a car behind us. Phil doesn't, he's not in the least bit concerned about that car. He is taking his time to share with me the beauty of what God has created. 
right there in Louisiana. How blessed he is just to be part of it. And just a history lesson, just in that, and those, again, just a few mile truck ride. It, it was absolutely one of the highlights of my life, just being able to have that one-on-one connection time with him, uh, to see him light up when he gets to talking about that stuff. You know, he shares the gospel all the time, but just to see how, hey, this, this land here, this is, this is so important. This is what we, and God has created. It has blessed us. We've, we've made our living here on that river right there. You see fluctuating. This is where I made our living, how we got started, you know, catching catfish and selling fish and then moving to duck calls. Hearing all the stories, it, it just gave me chills. It gave me chills. And we just, uh, I just thank him for, for that. He didn't have to do that. He didn't, he could have, he could have drove without speaking to me. He talked to me just like he know me forever. And that's sincerity. Remember, we talked about Romans 12. That's, that's love must be sincere. So we get there to the studio uh, for that, that morning, get, meet everyone else, and had, to, and had a wonderful recording session. When they brought me in, I must admit, I was a little bit nervous <laughs> to be brought in at the table. But sitting at the table. So there's another gentleman there who sat across from me. He had Alan, this, this other gentleman, and then me and Phil. So I was sitting next to Phil uh, doing the recording. Phil has his Bible open. We're, pre- we're preparing to start recording. And uh, he was trying to underline something in his Bible. and uh, But his pen wasn't working. So I asked him, I said, well, hand me your pen. So he handed me. I was able to get the pen working. So he was able to underline what he wanted to underline in his Bible. But when I looked at that Bible, y'all, I thought about my wife. My, for those that are watching this on YouTube, I'm holding up my Bible. This is the Bible my wife gave to me when we got married. It's got my name on the front of it. This is probably the most special Bible I own. Not probably. This is the most special Bible I own. It's a Rowry Study Bible. It's a North American Standard Bible edition. I love this Bible. And I remember when she handed this to me, I had a note. I don't, I'm not going to read you the note, but it, the gist of the note was her prayer with me getting this Bible from her was that this Bible is going to be battered, bruised, written in, highlighted, underlined, uh, beaten up, and, and and put to use because she knew, you know, that if if I would do that, then I was going to be ultimately doing what God's called me to do. And this Bible, y'all, I mean, it's <laughs> it's gotten wet. It's there's stuff all over. There's highlights. There's underlines. There's not a day that goes by that I'm not in this word right here. I'm I'm always in it. And when I looked at Phil's Bible, there was. I don't know if there was a single space on any page that it didn't have something. He had stuff underlined. He had notes. He had highlights. It was just incredible. And when he has a thought and he starts, he just, it's amazing just to watch him flip through that Bible and go right to where the, the Holy Spirit's leading him. He took us right in John. You'll listen to that episode if you want to hear it. He took us right to John. He just laid out some truth and just sit shoulder to shoulder with him and to hear that truth being spoken guys uh, there's no other words i mean that i would just tell you this that same man that was in that truck speaking those truths to me was the same man when he put the headphones on there is no difference you cannot fake this and that was just for me uh what an incredible moment to be there with that so the recording went great he was they were generous enough to take some pictures and things like that (laughs) Uh, with me, Al was 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 able to to uh, 
take me back to my car, obviously. He drove me by, showed me where Cy lived. It was just another cool, because when you're from, from town, you're about, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes from the studio where Phil and them live. It's, it's not, you don't just show up there yet. It's an intentional drive. But just that, again, genuine connection with Al. He's so authentic. That's just, I don't even know what to tell you guys. Other than that's just, he is the, the man that you see on TV, the man that you hear. That's the man who he is. He has just a, has a love for others. He was doing ministry work while we were driving. And guys, it was just incredible to, to see that. And then we get, and he drops me back off at, at Duck Commander. And uh, at that point, I was able to go back and, and kind of debrief and just kind of get my gathering of what, what was going on and what I had just experienced with that, with that group. Uh, then I was able to go back to Duck Commander because remember the gentleman that I met on an airplane, he invited me for a tour. So I was able to go back and just do this wonderful tour of, 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 of Duck Commander and Buck Commander just to see everything they have going on. Uh, got to see the duck, the duck call room and they were actually recording. So they didn't get to go inside it, but, uh, they were there doing that thing, doing their thing with that, with that podcast. That's another podcast that you guys should listen to the duck call room. It's a little bit funnier. It's not quite as, uh, deep on the, uh, the, uh, the uh, theology, but it's a good fun podcast. They, they have a lot of fun with that. Uh, and, and just to have that behind the scenes tour, we're able to, to sit there and talk with some of the, the family members that actually run the store. I uh, had a good conversation with them. It's a, just a, uh, I think it was Al's grandchildren. I know one of them was was Al grand grandchildren that were actually there behind the counter, and you just feel it even for the grandkids. Oh, how genuine they are, and how open and authentic, and it was just really neat to to take part in that. And by the way, if you get a chance to go to Louisiana and what to that Monroe area, take that tour. You could spend hours on that tour. It was absolutely incredible just to see the journey that the Robertsons have taken. Right. Because it, it's not a uh, overnight, get rich overnight thing. No, it has been a journey. And it has been one that where they, once they put Christ at the center, and there was a time when Christ wasn't, but once, once Phil put Christ at the center, man, things really took off. And when they took off uh, because of their obedience to the Holy Spirit. So I highly encourage you guys to check that out. So we're going to take our last break, guys. I'm going to come back and tell you a little bit more on the, on the ride back. Because again, there's always a story. And ride back home was even more, was even incredible. There's something I want to share with you on that. So we'll be right back. We'll take our last break, fellas. We have a resource that allows you to test how strong of a Christian leader you are. We designed a short quiz so you can see for yourself how prepared you are for the battle. Don't worry. It's multiple choice and it's a lot of fun. So to access this free resource, visit thelionwithin.us slash quiz. That's the lionwithin.us slash quiz and see if you are ready to unleash the lion within. This is now Tuesday morning. Okay. So again, flew down on Sunday, spent the day with them, recorded all day Monday, Tuesday morning. And the gentleman who I met with at Buck Commander, I invited to take him to breakfast. So we went to Chick-fil-A and I just got to hear his testimony even more. And it was just a great way, guys. I'm just telling you, there is something authentic when you actually sit down and care about people and want to understand their, you know, their story. Everybody has one. And we actually, I actually ended up praying twice over this guy while we were together. And the Holy Spirit was just leading me. Was like, you know what? Let's just keep, let's just, let's just pray together. And it was just a wonderful spirit led you know, uh, opportunity just to sit down with him, break some bread, have a good meal. 
Uh, actually, I didn't eat because I was going to be flying. I just know sometimes my stomach doesn't do well. But just just be able to sit there with him. He had some of that, that anointed chicken from, from Chick-fil-A, <laughs> fellas. But just to have that, to start off the day like that was awesome. It really was awesome. Well, I actually started off today with our dad workshop we had within our the line within this community. That was a spirit led meeting that that morning where we were just talking about relationships within our home and, and how how what the, what we do matters as 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 our as the leaders of our families. And so again, that's another opportunity that we do stuff like that all the time. So that actually Tuesday morning we were able to have that. Uh, we called our our stronger dad workshop. So that was a wonderful event that morning. I uh, then had that breakfast with him. And at that point, you know, like everything else, you just you're headed back to the house because you, you, it's time to go home. Well, we found out we got an offer. So that we found out on that trip that we got an offer on our home. So that was pretty exciting. So we got that in the works and I'm headed to the airport and, you know, get to the Monroe airport and it was get through security, all that stuff. And, uh, flying from Monroe. So there was a, there was a gentleman when I get to the airport and there's reasons why for me while I'm saying this guys, but was when I got to the airport at Monroe, I didn't have my boarding pass, I had to check a bag. So I had to go to that area where you could do that. And there was this gentleman there. He had a yellow shirt on. I never forget it. He was an older black gentleman. And, uh, you could just tell he was just, uh, but not confused, but he definitely you could tell he was a little bit out of his comfort zone. Right. He didn't really know what was going on. He didn't really understand the, uh, some of the, what the, the people who were trying to tell him where he needed to go. He was really confused on his flight on, on what that, his, his connecting flight once he got to Atlanta, what that was going to be. So, you know, I had to get my bag checked in and things like that. So I checked my bag and went and sat down, did the work I needed to do to, to before the flight. And, uh, so flight shows up, we get on an airplane, I go sit down. And lo and behold, so I'm sitting down there, almost finished boarding this flight, right? Everybody sits down, almost thinking, you know, I'm going to have an empty seat beside me. And then this gentleman sits down right next to me. I said, all right, guy, this is it. This is the opportunity. So we start having a conversation. Now, his name is Edward. Now, Edward is an awesome man. He he is has three amazing kids. He's in his 70s. He would not tell me how old he was. <laughs> that was funny. He wouldn't tell me how old he was. But he was actually headed to Detroit for his father-in-law had passed away. Now, Edward had been divorced about eight years. And he was hurting. He was still hurting. He actually asked for me. Uh, we prayed for his grandson, uh, who was actually graduating from Old Miss. His name was Cameron. So we prayed for him. Uh, we prayed for his children. Uh, and then after I prayed for all that for him and for a safe trip to Detroit, he's like, you know what, Chris, for some reason, can you just pray for a wife for me? And I just, it just hit me. It's like, you know what, Edward, why don't we pray for that right now? He just starts smiling. So I just, I'm praying that, you know, the Lord would, would, just, would, would move in his life and, and bring someone that he could, uh, walk this journey of life together with. And we finished. I said, you know what, though, Edward? You know, something I talk about a lot within the line within this community is instead of, you know, always looking for that woman, you just be the man that God's called you to be. If you're that, then that's going to draw the woman that he desires to you. He's like, yeah, I've never thought of it that way. And, And so it was just a good conversation. Again, that's a short flight. It's less than an hour. But we never stopped talking the whole way. You know, I have gone to that flight thinking, you know what, I'm just going to read my Bible. I was going to do some time studying. 
And I never cracked it open because there was an opportunity to have that holy interruption that I talk about with you guys a lot. And just leaning into the, to the spirit, what the spirit gives you that chance, just lean into it. So here it is, a 70 plus year old, older black gentleman with, uh, from, from your boy here from North Carolina, uh, different generations and things like that. But we had one thing in common. We love Jesus. We love Jesus. And he was just very encouraged. We actually get to the airport to Atlanta. If you never flow through Atlanta, uh, consider, consider yourself lucky. It is a madhouse. I think it's the busiest airport in the world. Somebody said that one time, but if it's not, it, it, I'd hate to be the, to go to the one that's busier. And he didn't know where to go. So I say, like, Edward, here's the deal. I have time before my flight. I will get you to where you need to go. And so he gets off. He said, I think there's people here supposed to help me. Well, we get off and none of the people are there for Edward. You know, he, he's all by himself. So, all right, let's go, buddy. So I found out where his flight was. It was actually just a few gates down for, for where, for where my flight was going to be departing from as well. So we end up, when we arrive, we're in terminal D. We had to get all the way to terminal A. So we, I get him over there. Uh, and I, I, I directly walked him to his terminal because I want to make sure because again you know, these places can be busy they can be scary they can be confusing but at that moment you could just see when he saw that Detroit sign he knew he was because that's actually where he's from he was going to be headed home uh, for that for that flight that there was just a sense of relief in his eyes so guys don't pack your schedule so jam tight and jam it up so bad that you can't have those moments for those interruptions because that was probably one of the most spirit-filled moments of the whole trip, was that meeting Edward, having that sh- that time with him in in the airplane, on the flight, learning about his family, and then walking into his gate. I mean, it was just really incredible uh, to be able to do that. I wish I could say the flight from Atlanta to North Carolina was just as, as fruitful, but it wasn't. The guy, <laughs> the guy sat next to me. It was the three rows of big old plane. Uh, the guy, I'm on the aisle. He sits next to me. There's a lady next to the uh, to the window. We were talking, but the guy who sits next to me, uh, he sits down between us and just basically, I don't know what my boy's been doing. He was tired. He was, he had tattoos from head to toe. He put the, uh, <laughs> the tray down in front of him, laid down and he snored the whole way. It was hilarious. So can't say I had a spirit filled conversation and connection with him, but you get what I, you get my point. When God does open those doors, I pray you walk through them. And I will just, I, it's kind of, as we kind of wrap this up, guys, I have, actually going on a, another podcast that, that I host uh, uh, a couple of years ago. And I did an episode where uh, my daughters at the time, they were probably like nine and seven interviewed me. And it was a, it was a fun little episode. We did it as a Christmas special, but we got to the part and they, they got to pick their questions. That was the cool part. And one of the questions was, you know, if you could meet anyone, who would you like to meet? If you could go on another podcast, who would you like to meet? What other podcasts would you like to go on? And I brought up Al Robertson and Unashamed and how I'd love to meet Phil and Jason and sign all those guys. And and uh, I showed that to Al in the truck uh, on the ride. And he just looked at me. He's like, well, that prophecy has been fulfilled, hasn't it? <laughs> and it was just good. It shows you, fellas, don't put God in a box. When I, not when I, when the Holy Spirit gave us the, the insight, and the, and the call to start the line with Dennis. It was scary. 
and, and it's been hard. There's been a lot of work. There's lots of work that you guys don't see. If you listen, if all you do is listen to the podcast, you see about maybe 2% of everything that goes on within the line with Dennis. It, it's a lot of work, but it was something that God's called us to. I definitely feel that. And to think that, you know, what uh, that was, I think that episode I recorded with the girls was 2020 or 2021. It was somewhere in there. And just to see everything, when you hear me talk about it in that episode, it's funny because I'm like, yeah, that'd be incredible. Like that was, that's, I, you can almost hear my voice. That'll never happen. You want to hear God laugh? You just tell him what that will never happen. You just tell me your plans too. Cause our God is so much greater than anything our finite brains can think of. And you know what? God wanted that. He, God knew in that moment when I was basically making fun of saying, yeah, I'll never be able to hang out with those guys. God was probably laughing just, just out loud. Yeah, you just wait, Chris. And it just goes to show you the obedience to the Holy Spirit. You know, I'm not making this episode to do anything to, to glorify me, to glorify anything other than him. But I do want to show you God's sovereignty in this. He ordained this trip. He was over it. I had people praying for me over this trip, and particularly as we were flying. Shout out to my brother, Stephen, out there, who, who's always praying for me all the time. My boy, Grayson, is always praying for me. Uh, my boy, Ray. There's just so many guys that are, were, were lifting me up in prayer. Dylan and Ethan, all, all my boys. They were praying. Adam, you know you, my boy. These guys were just lifting me up in prayer because they knew that uh, th this was just something that God had ordained, you know? And I'm trying, I want to share this with you all because I, when I met their family, it blew me away at the sincerity of, of who they are. They have so many things going on. That's just different scale, guys, different scale. But at the end of the day, they still have hurt. They still have pain. I actually miss Kay when we, when we left. She, she had to go to the hospital uh, for there was something going on with her legs. There's still those physical ailments. But I will tell you one thing. That family is wrapped in love. They care about each other. They talk to each other. They like being around each other. They're open. They're honest. They're sincere. And that would be my hope for you guys. You know, don't, don't be fake. Just be real. If you're dealing with something, be real. If you're struggling with something, be open. There's something about being transparent and, and actually caring about other people that will just draw more people to you. That's why I openly share with you guys the struggles that we have in our family. You know, we don't have it all together. We st we're still trying to figure this stuff out. You know, prayerfully, we're, when, at the time of this recording, we were trying to move to a little small farm because uh, we want to do some things that we feel like God's calling us to. It's going to be a big change in life. We're basically cutting the size of our house in half, right? And it only has two bedrooms. And we got six people. So we're not, figuring, we're not sure how we're going to do this, but we know God's calling us to do this type of work. And it's going to be hard. It's, but it's going to be work that I feel like he's calling us to. And I don't think he would call us to that for a reason. Is it scary? Absolutely. Absolutely scary. But I'm going to lean on him. I'm going to trust on him. You know, this this is the same God who just who took me to Louisiana on a trip to meet people that I never dreamed I would meet. And I trust him. I trust him. So, again, yeah, we, we're going to have things coming out at the line within us that, you may want to check out, fellas. I'm telling you, we're planning some big things for the for what we can do, not for us, but to glorify him and to help you be that leader God intends you to be. So hopefully you enjoyed this this episode. This is like I say, this was a different episode, definitely. Uh, but I want to share a trip like this with the line within us listeners 
out there. I highly encourage you to go check out Unashamed. They, Al calls it Unashamed Nation. I believe it'd be episode 705. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think that's be the episode you can check out if you want to go hear our conversation. I've had a lot of fun with him there. And I'm just, just blessed, honored, and humbled to, uh, to to have that and be able to share that with the, with you all. So I uh, just wanted to take this opportunity to, today to, to share that with you. I'm actually recording this before we get ready to head for a little family uh, trip. It's not a vacation because if you take the kids, guys, if you take the kids, it's a trip. It's not a vacation. <laughs> so we're going to do that for, I wanted to get this one in before while everything was still fresh. So hopefully you guys enjoy this one again. Come back on Friday. I have some good, fun Friday tips. I think you guys are going to really like. Looking forward to sharing those with you uh, as we move to the weekend. Got a couple good dad jokes and book of the week and things like that. Share this out with others for sure. That's a great way to to, to support the line within us is to share it with people. And then, guys, if you if you would consider, maybe you want to be a donor and support this, just to uh, support the show. We have monthly donors right now who support the line within us and what we're doing. If you want to join the community, that would be great. Love to have you there. We have a 30-day free trial for that. If you want to join the Daily SKO, that's a great way to support the show and get uh, get fed some scripture each and every day, Monday through Friday. We do that in the community. So we have all those things happening. We have our Leadership Coalition program, which is starting in September. So at the time of listening to this, if you're interested in that, apply for that right now. That's a great way to get started too. Uh, and what we do with that leadership coalition program is we're showing you how you take God's word and you apply it to your business. And you don't have to be a business owner. You could just be a manager. You could just be a worker. How do you take God's word and the leadership principles that he teaches us, that he shows us, and you walk this out in your career? That's what the leadership coalition program is all about, guys. Hopefully you guys get a chance to check that out. If you have any questions on that stuff, support at thelionwithin.us is the easiest way to get in touch with us. That that email comes directly to my phone, guys. I'm telling you, I check it all the time, answer people all the time. So do not feel like you can't send me an email, like it's just going to be some bot. It's not going to be a bot. It's going to be Chris responding to you. So uh, let me know if, if we can help you with that. So come back on Friday. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Thank you again. If, if Al, if any of you guys are listening to this, man, thank you again for this amazing opportunity to spend time with you all. It was, it was just a beyond a, a blessing. It's something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. And uh, guys, again, just keep being obedient and doing whatever God calls you to do. So stay after it, fellas. Stay strong. Remember Romans 10, Romans 12, not 10, it's verses 9 and 10. Be sincere. Hate that evil. Cling to what's good. Devote to loving one another and honor others above yourselves. And if you do that, fellas, you will unleash the lion with them.